Hello, good people, and welcome to episode two of season ten of the Brunswick Peer Collective. And this one's, well, I was going to say this one, they're all a little bit special. But this one in particular is one that we've been wanting to do for quite a while. Um, by the way, I'm Chris Jordan, with me is Paul Christoph. Good afternoon. And we are currently in the side room of Bridge Row Brewers, which is in Beechworth, in the north of Victoria. And we know that because we just drove for three and a half hours to get here. Was it three hours? I can't remember which. Yeah, it seems like a lifetime. Yeah, it, it did feel like a lifetime, but um, I'm not sure if that was because we were in a crammed car full of like loads of stuff. Oh, yes. Yes, and it's a very small car. Yeah, not a car designed for passengers or things. And no. We had all those things. No, no, and no, definitely not. I mean, thankfully, the other car also had a dog, um, and I don't think we could have fit a dog in there. Well, you know, not with that attitude. <laughs> Way to, t way to turn my own lines against me. So anyway, we're at Bridge Road and we, uh, we're going to chat with um, Donald, the CEO, um, in a second, but I thought we'd just sort of mention a few things about... Well, we I mean, sort of gatecrashed the... Uh, that we are in an operating brewery and... Exactly, and so you, you'll be able to hear that there's a lot of things I probably couldn't filter out. Yeah. Like the operating brewery part. Um, but we just walked away. Uh, we, when we got in here, there were people... The, all the brewers sitting at the table, which, you know, felt real. And apparently, according to their website, this place hosts, like, has, like, 30 staff or something like that. 30 staff. Yeah. It's a lot of staff. There are a lot of people walking around. I mean, everybody's got to be somewhere. But, so, I've never been here. Have you ever been here? Been here twice before. Both, um, very late. So, I'm looking forward to getting a pizza for lunch mm. because... Usually when I arrive, it's sort of just before they close, so it's hurriedly getting a tasting paddle. So, see, in my mind, I, I see very late as being the, the Melbourne equivalent of very late, which is essentially, you know, um, two in the morning. Like, like you posted your fucking ramen picture at 1.35am. Yeah. Nothing better than a nice bowl of tonkatsu, tonkatsu ramen at 1.35 in the morning. Look, I've always, I've always said that. That's why I feel as good as I do today. Which is surprising, very surprised. Yeah, Post-Christmas party. And, um, there are so many Christmas parties. Yeah, I've got um, two more to come. Well, I actually, uh, I had a... Um, um, uh, so I'm part of the Christmas party organising committee at my office. And um, um, we were going through the menu of the things that we were going to get. And they gave me... A, uh, they We got and was like, yes, this looks really nice. This looks really nice. Then we got to the last point, which was the beer. And the beer selection was... What was it? It was... Uh, I think there was James Bogues. There was Corona, there was Peroni, there was uh, Asahi, and Cooper's Green. And that was about it. And That's a I, shame. I know, and I, I said to them, um, um, is there anything else we can do here? As it turned out, the answer was no. So my Christmas party is going to be very much a, I'm either going to drink wine all night, or I'm just essentially going to find like a Corona and just sit on the Coronas all the time. Well, I was quite lucky. So I also assumed that my Christmas party would have a similar selection mm. of beers. But turns out one of the people that works for, well, was at the party, um, is also one of the people that had Pirate Life shares. was an investor in Pirate Life. Which, I mean, everyone was an so, investor um, in Pirate So it seems like they all seem to be randomly popping up. But he, he um, also was not keen on the beer selection that was likely at where we were going to be, so he made sure he bought case, several cases of uh, varied Pirate Life beers. Which is... Uh, so, did, they, um, did they have any of the dipper? No, so it was... Uh, Probably go, yeah. Throwback, Golden, IPA, 
Air Pale and something else. I can't remember. But it was um yeah, it was quite it's quite good. Well, expected. Well, it's going to be really interesting to see the aftermath um from the whole the fallout from the whole pirate life purchasing and. You know, because uh, I because I was telling you at the start of the day, so I packed a lot of beers to bring up here, um, uh, into the high country, and um, some of them I brought with things like, you know, I've got a couple of the matriarch, I've got some of the uh, the green beacon, um, tropical, um, I've got the new, um, I've got what have I got? I've missed one, but the other ones I've got, are, oh, and I've got Mornington Pale, yes, um, but. Usually, um, in this sort of situation, if I'm going to bring a lot of session beers, I'll bring something like a just like a six pack of Pirate Life. Um, you know, the like the IPA is like a perfect that blue standard. You know, you can always you can always rely. This time, no Pirate Life. It's all Hawkers. It's like I've it's like I've intentionally gone all independent. <laughs> You've um yeah, yeah subconsciously exactly. So I've got like the Hawkers Lager, which is uh, I want to try it. I mean, I'm kind of frightened of lagers but maybe a good lager will turn me around and Donald has joined us and Donald is the you're the CEO of Bridge Road yep right? that's right um, well I mean I, I like the implication that you're the CEO of the entirety of Bridge Road so that would be in Richmond but uh, <laughs> clearly Bridge Road Brewers absolutely so for those of you I mean I feel like I've seen Bridge Road around for years longer than I can remember but for those who don't know, what is the deal with Bridge Road? So Bridge Road's been going for 12 years now. So we're one of the longer standing craft beer mm. uh, breweries around. A veteran. Yeah, very much a veteran. So started by Ben and Maria uh, 12 years ago in Ben's uh, parents' back garage. What a surprise. So hence the name Bridge Road because that's where um, the actual site's located. So just, uh, oh. just up towards the uh, Wangaratta side of, of Beechworth. Ah, is that, is, uh, but it's not all, so there's nothing there now? Uh, there is accommodation oh. still now. So oh, I'm sorry, I thought, I meant um, there's no other brewery there now. No, there's not. <laughs> no, just us. Just the backyard. Yeah, just the backyard. <laughs> yeah. And so 12 years. Well, Ben was a winemaker, wasn't he? Yeah, that's, that's, that's his background, and yeah. that was his initial passion of what he uh, understand, and Beechworth's really, well known for its mm. great wineries, um, Castagna, Sorenberg, mm. Giaconda. So um, had some background there. Um, went over to Europe with some vintages as part of part of that, uh, and then got a sense of you know actually some some pretty good beers mm. in in Europe. Hence, you know, is there an opportunity to bring that back to Australia? So that was kind of his his flair for that, which is kind of cool if the, if if you have actually had like the capacity to actually do it. Yep. You know what I mean? I could go over there and sort of say, oh yeah, this is a really cool beer. And then, why doesn't mine taste like that? Oh yeah, because I don't know how to brew a beer. Yep. <laughs> and that's that's the fantastic thing about Ben is that he can get his hands uh, muck into just about everything and anything. So if you ask him any questions about the brewery here, the nuts and bolts of it, he knows how to how to mm -hmm. sort it out and fix it. So, which, um, which is kind of what you need, especially when you're in the country like this. Yep, absolutely. And you know, a bit of a big task to start up a craft brewery in Beechworth, a small mm. country rural town as well. So you can imagine the the drinkers were probably initially a little bit uh, shocked as to what is what is this fancy stuff? You yeah. know, what still, is this craft you speak yeah, of? I want this mainstream stuff again, you know. But no, the town has absolutely embraced it. So, well, we did actually. Uh, when we first got here, we went to the the bakery first. Yep. Actually, no, we went to the honey store first. Then we went to the bakery, 
and then um, as we're walking up, we walked past what felt like the old man pub, and then we got here. And it was like, all right, I can see how this breaks down. Yeah. But are you guys going to now expand that to be, I mean, obviously you've got a shit ton of merch, but are you now going to take over the honey industry and the um, the baking industry? No, no, definitely not. So um, we, di- <laughs> we like to collaborate with the other guys. So, you know, I talk about the big, the big three Bs, so mm-hmm. Beechworth Honey, Bridge Road Brewers and um, Beechworth Bakery. So... Mm-hmm. Hopefully, getting a good reputation nationally about that it makes it sound like a yeah. cartel. Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah. Well, well, that's why one of the, one of the reasons we come here, other than the beer, is to get our stock up on our one point five kilo tub of uh, exactly. orange blossom yeah. honey. Yep, absolutely. Um, I'd never seen your wife wife's eyes light up so much until she saw those buckets of honey. Yeah. Well, we actually just collaborated with Beechworth Honey as well. Uh, put honey in our Mayday Hills mm-hmm. uh, range, so you know we try to do as many local beers as we can using local ingredients. So it works really well together. So Look forward to trying that one. Yeah, uh, but that leads me to a good question. So how does the whole? I've seen the Mayday Hills thing, and I've seen the um, Chevalier thing, um, but what's the deal? Why is there why is there the differentiation between the different yeah. um, um, like? branding or imprint. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So Mayday Hills is uh, a sub-brand of Bridge Road Brewers, uh, for those who don't know. Um, but the background behind that is Mayday Hills is the original name of Beechworth before it became a township, so it was very much the area of, of, of mm-hmm. Beechworth. So what Ben wanted to do was to do a range that really celebrated the kind of the local part of, of Beechworth. So hence we bought a, an American uh, fooder tank, American oak tank, as you do. Uh, as you do. Um, we're probably the only ones in Australia that have that. And as part of that range, um, we use Brettomyces within the yeast, the yeast for, for that. I'm um, glad you know brand. how to say that. Yeah, so Brett, we'll just make it Brett. That's a bit easier. Um, I would have called it Brettalicious, yeah, yeah. but I think that's just the name of a, yeah. another beer. Well, we've got a Brett as one of our sales reps, but it's not that Brett, <laughs> somebody else. Well, I mean, I'd hope you wouldn't use him in. No, I mean, no, Or no, use his no. yeast, which yeah, is no, totally creepy. He can never leave. This is well, This was not in the position description. It could be something quite weird and wacky, I would have thought. Have you seen Daredevil? In the second season where there's the, those guys hooked up to the... Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm imagining that, that sort of that, situation. That, that, that's, uh, <laughs> that's why every brewery employs someone named Brett. Absolutely. It, it's, it's weird. Nobody saw it coming. Well, we actually do have an Ella as well. Well, so, oh. so, do you know, have a galaxy? Not quite yet, but we're trying to get someone to change their name. So I think we have to pay them a few hundred dollars to do that. Well, and that it's a service, basically. Yeah. I mean, that, uh, though, that, that is a question, of course, that if someone is just, if someone has, is born a Brett, then um, do, um, that's fine. But do, if they change their name to Brett, do they inherit those Brett qualities? Absolutely. Yeah, people can tell. Uh, people, people, people can change. I'm sure they can change. <laughs> God, but speaking of bit the beers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so Mayday Hill sub-range, so using Brettomyces as the primary yeast uh, fermentation. So instead of having that horsey sort of flavour, it's getting quite an interesting complex flavour with that. Um, And what we do, we put in local ingredients. So we try to make it as local as possible. Mm. So we've used Beechworth Honey, as I said, um, as part of one of the the releases. We've used green tea, we've used Jim Jam's marmalade. Um, Wait, what, is it green tea making? Yep, uh, close by. That's that's been my favorite one so far. Yep, yep. Um, And so so trying to really focus on the local. you know, we're one of our core values is all about local. So you know, we well, employ local people. We you know make sure our, our food as well as our beer has some sort of local connections. The hop farms are not too far away from us as well. So excellent. Okay, so um, and uh, 
uh, though, speaking of locals, is there much of a rivalry between, um, I don't know what's going on above us, it seems like there's a train going past. Um, uh, is there some sort of rivalry between you guys and Bright? No, no, of course not. No, no, absolutely well, not. Which is what you're required to say by... Yeah, by yeah, yeah. Now we'll see what James yeah. says tonight. Yeah, yeah. No, 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 there's a High Country uh, Brewers Trail, so mm-hmm. it's a really good collaboration between yeah. all the brewers up here. Yeah. And you never know if you're going to die on that Brewers Trail, you know? Well, <laughs> not many people have been found. Well, I did yeah. it in um, July last year. All right. Started in Rutherglen and yep. ended up here, basically. Didn't get the way, all the way to Bright on that oh. occasion, but... Yeah, there's loads of really good stuff. And it's really great having mm. that information, having the trails. Yeah. So when you yeah. come up here, you realise mm. that mm. Yeah, it's not yeah. more than most people would realise, I think. Yeah, definitely. And it's expanding as well. So so it's a good collaboration between everybody. Everybody, um, you know, gives each other tips and, mm. and hints and things. Right. So, you know, we kind of band together and make a beer right. together as well. But Because the problem is that in my mind, all I saw was like, um, if, if you, for example, turned up to Bright Brewery, like uh, it would be almost like an old-fashioned saloon where you'd walk in through... Exactly, Sergio Leone sort of theme, and then you'd walk in through the um, swinging doors, which I assume have swinging doors, and then suddenly, like, the entire place would stop, and then um, James from Bright would be, um, like, stop playing the piano and just look over. Well, that's the desired effect we want. Yeah. That's what the old Milky Bar ads, remember? There was that whole showdown, and then the guy pulls out the Milky Bar, and then they're all mates. We maybe could, that maybe we bring that our, our, beer our beers then, out instead yeah, and yeah, yeah, yeah. hand them over and <coughs> peace offering. Maybe that's how it works. Yeah. I mean, I always hope that's what the rivalry is because, you know, it's sort of like um, Mountain Ghost is just down the road from Moondog. Yep. And that in, in your mind, you're thinking that it's the exact same sort of standoff. But then you actually, uh, th- then you actually meet them and you're like, no, you guys are all close mates. Yeah, it's yeah. a great thing about, I think, the brewing... Industry in general, yeah. absolutely. Craft beers yeah. like that. They yeah. share information. We go to the same festivals. We always yeah. see each other, so it's nice. Yeah. Help out if they need couplers or anything. So it's really quite which cool. is always cool. Yeah, yeah. And out of curiosity, you guys haven't broken into cans yet. Uh, we did do a limited oh. release, so um, it's all sold out now. Little bling in cans. Yeah, that, that's perfect. Yeah. Cans. yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's that's gone out and sold. We're thinking about doing another release mm. in January. So you got your own canning one? No, no. We use the mobile canning facility. Okay. It mm. comes here and just plugs in, and, cool. and all and all, all happens pretty easily. Cool. So how does one end up becoming a um, the CEO of a brewery? Uh, bribery mostly. I was probably the only one who was who applied. I think. Which is awkward. I live in Beechworth as well. So. And they, they had to employ local, which was yep. which is annoying yep. for them. Yeah, good looking. Uh, maybe maybe not quite there, no. but yeah, there was a couple of things. Well, you wear the t-shirts. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm branded up. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and I'm pretty sure your you know your arms are just tattooed with just oh, yeah. like Ned Kelly. Yeah, 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 definitely. I don't do cycling, which was probably a bit of a negative thing in Ben's mind. So. Mm. But you know, I, I run, so that's, that's almost as good. Um, what do you drink then? Yeah, my favourite. Yeah, Chevrolet saison. And what do you drink that isn't made by you? By us? Ooh, I know not you personally. I, I no, no, no. I don't get my hands dirty. That's, that's, that's kind of not not my thing. I would love. I would. Yeah. Lo- I'd love to think that you know it was just you running this entire thing, yeah. including brewing all the beer. Yeah, that's why I've never actually been. Always miss Ben. So exactly. when I come here, he's not there, or yeah, yeah, so he doesn't exist. He does a story. No, no, yeah. we've got photos. Um, <laughs> Conductor yeah. photos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. definitely got photos. Stock photos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, my favorite beer probably ever is probably 
uh, Fuller's London Pride. Oh, fantastic. And, nice beer. And I think just up the road from the brewery. Yeah, that's that's where I used to live as well. I lived in Chiswick for in London for about three years, and that was kind of my introduction into English warm Ails. beer. So it was uh, quite quite good and nostalgic, yeah. and yeah, really enjoyed it. Good choice. Um, so last question for you: If that is your um, favourite beer. Have you forced them into doing a knockoff of it here? No, no, no. But you've got this sort of power. You're the CEO. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But when it the comes chief. to when it comes to creative beers, no, that's not my my thing. No, no. <laughs> you could just say, well, we've got London, we've got London Pride. <laughs> we've got we've got 22 beers in our core range, and we brew probably 60 throughout the year. How so do you have 22 beers in your core an, range? Adding another one might be a bit hard. <laughs> All right, we should let you get back to work. Yes, no, you are actually working. So yeah, thank yeah, you very yeah. much for no your worries. time. Thanks. And we are back. And so we got a tasting paddle earlier. We got some random things based on pretty much what you know what we could find. Uh, what we could find that didn't look like we'd had before. And of course, I've just found on untapped that I have had the first beer we're going to have. Oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> so what is the first beer we're going to have? First beer is the Oktoberfest Hoptoberfest Marzen. Which is, well, I mean, we talked about Marzen's on, uh, when we're talking with Heath from Kravinka. Yeah. And what, which, which number is this one? That is the uh, number two. Number two, this will test my ability to count. So Though interestingly, I um, so when I had it, it was actually way back in twenty second September twenty fourteen. It was on my birthday. Okay. Spot on. Bring me back to Munich now. Four stars. Hmm. Is it a four star beer with a? Um, I've become much more attuned to craft beer in that time, but it's also now much longer distance has passed since I was in mm. Munich. Um. Okay. Um. Have you had a sip? First impressions. Yeah, let's see. Um. Tasty. It's not a four-star beer. Right. <laughs> I was clearly very generous with my. Um, well, maybe. Or still, uh, still, it'd been too soon since I'd been to Oktoberfest, so well, I brought back happy memories. Well, and maybe that's the thing. I mean, that there has got to be a certain level of nostalgia that's crammed into this as well. I mean, you can't. Uh, uh, I don't think we can see anything through completely innocent eyes. But no, um, it's um, it is very much a Oktoberfest style. Mm. Beer and Marzen, I think it is. It is true to style. Mm. I guess that's more. I guess what I would say. Could you ever is a true to style Oktoberfest Marzen ever more than a three point five? Well, that is the question. I mean, I don't know. I haven't drank enough Marzens to actually, you know, um, work it out. However, I should flag that um, um, Untapped in its glory. Uh, the moment I opened it, clearly knowing where I was. Um, its first recommendation was the Posse Summer Ale from Bridge Row. Uh, second, or third one, was the Mayday Hills Thursday from Bridge Road. Uh, which is, oh yeah, and the fifth one was, fifth and sixth are both the Chevalier Saison, which we had before, and the Mayday Hills Honey, which is kind of cool. Although, do you reckon that's, do you think that that's based on uh, proximity or based on Bridge Road pain to be? Um, interesting, interesting, I'm not sure. Um, anyway, what are people saying about it? 
What are people saying about it? That's a good question, Chris. It's, <laughs> it's as if um, I should have done some, should have been preparing about that while you were talking. Well, that was the plan. Yes, I failed miserably. It's the peril of only having two on for this episode. You know. Yeah, there's no one to um, no one to keep us in check. Exactly. It's a very fine balance with three people. When you've got two people, it really just falls down totally. Exactly, more so than normal. But no, we've got um, Chris G at Tapd, like T-A-P apostrophe D. He said, not as hoppy as I was hoping, but the slightly sweet taste of dry cut grass comes through. Refreshing, 3.5. It's unusual. You're not really uh, expecting something hoppy. Or dry cut grass. But saying that, it does have, it is, it's, I think the fact that it says Hoptoberfest means that it's meant to be a mm. hoppier Marzen, maybe? I, or is it just, you know, a pun, a play on words? I'm not really sure. Oh, here we go, dry hopped. So David T, also at Tapped, looks like some kind of, oh, Australia's biggest ever tap takeover. Right. Um, the dry hop takes this to a whole other level, 3.75. Mm. Right. Um, okay, so we've got uh, Roy R at the Durham. Uh, malt and nice hops. Gooden. There was an ellipsis in between there, but um, it was a well-made ellipsis, I approve. Yeah, I think um, this one here from Matt R at the Durham is quite good. Obvious but not dominant hop presence. Can still pick up the malt, which is almost a little nutty. 3.75. <laughs> I think that is um, bang on. Um, Alright, so... What do we think about this? Um, I reckon it's 3.5. Yeah, it's um, really nice. It's I think it's quite true to style. I can't pick up as being anything extra hoppy. If you mm. didn't tell me it was dry hopped, I wouldn't have known. But yeah, mm. I like it. I'd drink it again. It's very yeah, very light, very refreshing. Very yeah, true to style. Very, very fast to drink. So we should move on to the next beer. So we have... We've moved on, we've got another beer, it's a different beer, it's a beer that is... Paul, what is this beer? This is the Oktoberfest Marzen. As opposed to the Hoptoberfest Marzen. Yeah, so I'm going to... I mean, I know we just spoke with the CEO, so we probably could have found out us in that question then. But I'm going to safely assume that this is the non-dry hop version of mm. what we had before. Mm. So I said the last one tasted quite true to style, but this is... Um, this is very, very much a true to style Marzen. Definitely yeah. the slave. It's actually interesting going backwards because you're like, oh, I can't really taste like the old one. It's like, oh, I couldn't really taste the additional hops. But then you mm. go back to this and you're like, okay, I can definitely, mm. I can definitely tell that that is um, hoppier. Yeah, yeah. That was hoppier than this. So, um, and it, it, it is weird, isn't it? I mean, like, because the assumption with what we had had with the other Marzen was essentially. Um, right, right. This, this is what a Marzen tastes like. It's like this is normal, and then you remember that. Hang on, this isn't actually what a Marzen tastes like at all. Yeah, so I think um, a lot less people are huh, writing about it. Mm -hmm. Hermit hop at the Tipler's Tap, multi three point two five. Anyway, Ian at the Alpine Hotel Motel. <laughs> Solid, refreshing. Glad I found this one. I missed. Out on it at the Om Papa, Om Papa, a few weeks back. Four stars. I don't know what Om Papa is, but I did notice that that is on the well, that, decal. That's that's a German thing. That, that must be for Oktoberfest. So they must have had an Oktoberfest event mm. where maybe a lot of brewers brewed Marzens in the area, and 
it, look, if we paid attention, they then, all went uh, to the Alpine Hotel Motel, and yeah. Look, I would, I would like to, I'd like to think, and you know, this is just my personal dream that you know, if that we actually did our research for anything, we'd know about this stuff. Uh, research, did no research no. is for suckers, people right. that know things. Actually, yeah. no research is for people that don't know things. That's why they research. <laughs> if they knew things, they wouldn't need to research. Yeah, we don't know anything. No. Yeah. So yeah, um, a lot of people not really saying much about it, just checking it in. Uh, here we go. Peter B at the brewery, October this year. Refreshing, quite light, good way to start the Oktoberfest at Bridge Road, 3.5. That's not bad. Yeah. It seems like a reasonable request. And I think I, um, yeah, I think I agree. So what I'm going to do though is I'm going to re-rate the last beer. Mm. I'm going to up that to a 3.75. Yeah. Because this is very, like, this is very good and this really is true to style. So now thinking about the other one, which... Still tastes like a Mars, mm. but yeah, definitely was more flavoursome and was hoppier than this. It's yeah, I, I prefer the other one, so this becomes a three point five, and the Hoptoberfest um, goes up to a three point seven five. Um, I agree with both of those sentiments because I just realised I don't think I actually rated the last rated it the last bit. So yes, three point five for um, the regular Mars, and but the super 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 hopped Mars, and it's three point seven five. I ain't got to raise this. And we're back, and we're on to the last beer of this episode. I know it's like earlier than would normally be, but you know, it's we're drinking small beers. So, what is this last beer? This is a strawberries and cream wheat beer. It's kind of cool. So it was a single. Uh, their, so their brew pub series they have it was mm. done in collaboration with Catfish. Okay. So would have been on tap there a little while ago. Um. And um, yes, it's probably the most the most interesting of the beers. Certainly from a if you're if you're familiar with Bridge Roads Brewers it, beers, it's certainly the most um, interesting yeah. of the ones on tap. Certainly the one that I was most looking forward to trying. Um. And. Look, I've taken a sip and like first impressions, it is beautiful. It really does taste like strawberries and cream. Mm. And not strawberries and cream, the lollies. Strawberries and cream, the... Actual strawberries yeah. and cream, yeah. Not that there's anything wrong with... Um, with the lollies. The lollies. No. Oh they're, no, they're, they're like one of my favorite lollies. Yes, you can put that on um, any sort of quote thing you want. Alan, yeah. if you're listening, uh, um, you can use that as a quote. So. What are people saying about it? What are people saying about it? Well, I'm still looking for it because it's actually not called the strawberries and cream wheat beer, even though that's what's written on the uh, information center. It's mm. called the Anyone for Tennis. Oh, of course. Okay, that makes perfect sense. Yeah, uh, so... Um, now I suddenly understand why it's called Anyone So it's a tennis. strawberry Berliner Weiss with the addition of lactose. There's always the addition of lactose. But yeah. I guess you can't really have a, straw a strawberries and cream beer without having lactose. No, or oxytocin. Or, or lactobacillus, is that what it's called? Yes, it is. All right, All right I'm getting stuff right. So, um, Mickey W at the Catfish. Oh, so it was only on this week, so it's oh. pretty new. Um, I'm not too sure. Seems to grow on me each sip, but is a bit strange. Three stars. I guess that's what you want, really. Yeah. Much like tennis. Ker Kirsten F at Beer Mash. Surprising, but good. 3.5. 
Don E at the Catfish, not bad sour, 3.5, which is Donny. interesting given that it's not a sour. Yeah, it's not, it, it isn't a sour, is it? Lance H at Beer Mash, nice sour, four stars. <laughs> Again, it's not a sour. And there's nothing, it's not advertised <laughs> as sour and there's nothing sour about it. No, it doesn't taste sour at so all. So that's, that's interesting. Did they get a different, did they, have Bridgehorn just been distributing a load of beers that are all called Anyone for Tennis? Yeah. Uh, Suzanne J at Catfish, sort of off, bit sweet, three. Um, Mark F, also at Catfish. Two lactose wheat beers in two days. Is this a new trend? The lactic and lacto work. The wheat is also really did in this one. Four stars. There's a lot of, there's a lot of words I didn't understand there, but um, that, that's what drinking brings so, yeah. you. So yeah, the earliest check-in is 24th of November, so... Certainly, certainly not off. It was as fresh as that person could have drunk it. I'm guessing it's the yeast strain they're not a fan of. Yeah. So, okay then, what do we think about this beer? Um, I think it's 3.75. It's, um, it's good. It's, it tastes like a heavy, mm. a strawberry heffy wisen with a milky, mm. the lacto in it. It's, I hate to use this term, but it, um, <laughs> Oh, it does what it says, does what it says on the box. Um, I can't believe you use that too. Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm very happy with it. It's, right. Yeah, it's it's equal to the to the um, Hoptoberfest in my opinion. As far as I'd like to drink, I'd happily drink both of those again. Um. Yes, I agree. This is a three point seven five. It is a it's a super refreshing beer. Way more refreshing than I actually expected it to be. Um. No, easy three point seven five. So. With those last ratings, that's the end of this episode. So I think we will, um, so we are continuing our weekend, so we'll be recording it bright. Only that episode won't appear for a couple of weeks. Yes, because um, you'll be getting the Christmas episode after this, so. And it's it's all out of order, but trust us. Trust, we, it seems we, to be like, our thing yeah, lately, yeah. where we nah, mix up the order. Oh, it's a silly season. We're like a commercial television network in the 90s. Mm, mm. Which we made that we made that joke like four episodes ago. Yeah, but how much more efficient was that version of the joke? I know that. I think was... the episode I made last time went for about five minutes but, of me rambling. Uh, but but is that because uh, we uh, is that because we have to do the first ramble to understand the second ramble? Maybe. Life is complicated. Anyway, this has been episode two of season ten of the Brunswick Beer Collective. Uh, with me has been Don, the CEO of Bridge Road Brewers, or Donald. I don't know which. If he was sitting here, he would say goodbye, but he's um he's back very doing actual work. He seems to be doing a lot of things. Yeah, he I, says he's not hands on, but he seems to be getting involved in a lot of I stuff. I do suspect he's running this brewery. Yeah, like literally running everything. It's all just him wearing a mask. If you see someone else, I so. think he is more useful than he makes out. Yeah. Um, we've been Paul Christoph. See you next time. And we've been Chris Shorten. And we will talk to you all soon.